It's Thomas McMahon with ClickBank, and on today's episode of Affiliated, we've got an amazing guest for you. Rachel Miller came into the office while she was in Boise and has really dropped some knowledge all about organic traffic and how you can leverage Facebook pages. And that's right, pages, they're not dead um, like I thought they were. And really, if you're a aff new affiliate, if you're an established brand, if you're a big offer creator, whatever you are in the space, you can be using her strategies to grow Facebook pages as top funnel lead acquisition um, and really grow a big organic presence. She's grown blogs that get millions of pages a day with Quirky Mama that she sold. She's part of Mulu Marketer now. She's got all kinds of courses out there that teach this stuff. She is the real deal and amazing energy. Can't wait for you to listen to it. Let's dive in. Awesome. Rachel, thank you so much for being here with Affiliated. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. Yeah, of course. No, I'm excited to dive into kind of organic traffic and what that can mean. Because gosh, a lot of our people listening to this probably don't leverage a lot of organic traffic, if I had to guess, right? I don't think the, I think it's like the unknown secret that it's like the, the big diamond that's in the middle of the mountain that no one knows is there except for a few locals who are chopping away at it and having a grand old time and everyone else just kind of ignores the, th the huge gift. I love that. No, yeah. And I'm excited to have you here, right? Every time I see you online, you've got such a great energy and just kind of about you and oh. kind of the value you're putting out there for your community. So Cute. yeah, I think we're going to get a lot. I think our audience will get a lot from you on this. So I'm excited to really kind of chomp on it and chew. Yeah. Yahoo. <laughs> but so I'd like to just kind of start off higher level. We'll just okay. drill into the weeds yeah, a sure. bit. But like, why should someone care about organic traffic if they're already doing performance marketing, straight sale, or having success that way? Like, it's, a lot of people think it's dead. It's there's no reach, right? Like, how? Like, why would you even start that if you're already doing X and it's working? Well, I love paid. So as I'm saying, I love organic traffic. I also love paid. But what I I see paid as a a bit of a cycle. And I mean, I remember I was marketing back in 2009, 2012 when we could just get leads for pennies, right? And now leads are costing dollars and now they're costing $5 and even sometimes $10. And and I mean, it goes up and up. What I'm saying is like the lead, and it depends on your niche. I mean, some niches are far more than that even. Like if you're doing motorcycle, anyways, my point is you're gonna see it goes up and up and up. And what, what can you do to get off of that cycle where you're having to pay to play and you keep having to pay more than your competitor who's also growing and also paying more. It's like an arms and race. It's an arms race. Like, get out of this arms yeah. race, y'all. Like, you got this diamond under the mountain you're sitting on. Just chip a little bit away at it and you're good. So, yeah, what that's what I love about organic traffic. You get to control your own audience. You don't have to pay to get in front of eyeballs. You literally control them. Like, you get to have your own eyeballs whenever you want them. I'd send them wherever for free <laughs> all <laughs> no, the time <laughs> when we're talking organic are we talking google is it facebook is it social like what can i read what what's your realm of organic oh 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 okay i'm mostly this is like okay i'm gonna go i've got to rant on you but i'm mostly known for facebook mm -hmm. but i use facebook to game pinterest when okay. i game pinterest i game google when i game google i can game youtube when i game youtube well now i've got it in all of the places and guess what i can be Number one on the Google face on the Google sheet for SEO in like three spots. Gotcha. So I don't want to game. Yes, I use Facebook and I'm really good at Facebook, but I'm also I use Facebook because Facebook has a really fast burn. But I use Facebook then to drive organic traffic in all of the platforms because the, the algorithms kind of like can work together and you can kind of take over the world. <laughs> so do you feel that because it seems like with paid, right? Like you have to figure out Facebook. Then if yeah. you go into even Instagram or YouTube or Google, right? It's like a whole different ballgame all of a sudden. You have to figure that out again. Do you find that organic's different where 
you can leverage them easier if you're growing organically versus trying to go paid on each. Totally, totally. Okay. Kind of like this podcast right now. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to use it on a podcast, but you're also filming it and you're going to use it for something in filming. And I think someone said they're going to put part of it onto a YouTube channel later, like take a segment. Right. It's this, you just took one piece of content and you broke it up five, six different ways. It's the same exact concept. Um, you do the same thing with organic traffic, only now you, you amplify it across um, all the platforms. That makes a ton of sense. So. Okay, that's good context to go into this next kind of part. Um, like, this is probably the, be the big meat of this podcast, I'm guessing. It's kind of the how around it. But maybe going back to the where a little bit, is there a place you like to focus first? Is it Facebook? And then yeah. you're kind of growing from there? Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Like, Facebook for me, it, because it has that fast burn, it's really easy to get started. You get instant feedback from your audience. Whereas with Google, it takes a long time to start gaming SEO and organic traffic on Google. It's like mm -hmm. a, at least three, four months out. So, I mean, yes, there's some tactics if you're in a super niche thing, but generally it's going to take you three to four months to game Google. So I want to start with Facebook because I can do that in two days. <laughs> like I can do that with five minutes and I can see if it lands. And then if it lands, then I can put the energy into putting oh, so it into other places. That's your kind of barometer for what you're going to yes, focus on yes, on other sure. channels. That makes yes. sense. Yeah. So, okay, going into Facebook a little more deeper then before we get into the how. Are you focusing on pages? Is it groups? Is it something else I'm not aware oh, of? Because I always hear that, oh, pages are dead. Organic reach is trash, right? <laughs> you have to go to groups now. Facebook's leveraging groups a lot more. Like, where are you playing? I I love all of all of it yeah. because you don't. Our audience is not just in one spot. So mm -hmm. our audience is on Messenger, texting, messaging back and forth their friends. Our audience is in a Facebook group. Our audience is on. Facebook pages because they're ranting and raving about products. They're watching Facebook watch videos. So they're in all, they're on Instagram and Instagram, guess what? has a similar feed because they share a feed with Facebook. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people say Instagram and Facebook are different and they are a little different, but they're really the no, same thing, guys. Closer, <laughs> like, yeah. So, okay. So what I like to do is focus on my page. And the reason why I like my page is because my profile is capped at 5,000 friends. Mm. A Facebook group, you're capped by the number of people inside the group. A Facebook page, there's no cap. Ah, uh, okay. You can reach however many people you want to. Like literally, there's no cap. So we actually have one of my people, I told you when I was coming in about, so people have said Facebook is dead, pages are dead. I'm yeah, like, yeah, they are like... if you treat them like they're dead. Like <laughs> if you look for something to be dead, it's gonna be dead. But like Kim right now is reaching 705,000 people. And she's getting 200,000 people taking action, talking on her brand page. Oh, wow. Okay. No ads. Is that like 200,000 a month, a day, a week? Uh, in like, 28 days. 28 so the days, way that okay. insights work is a 28-day window. Gotcha. So in the last 28 days, she's had 200,000 people talk to her page and engage wow. and click on her content in her page. So like that's, that's she's not paying for ads. She's a grandma. <laughs> she doesn't understand the platform. And I'm pretty sure, even though I've told her to put the pixel on her page like 45 million times, <laughs> I'm not so sure she has yet. Um, but she still has a multi-six-figure business because she's done the work of building up her audience. Now she can drive the traffic to wherever she wants to, even if, you know, <laughs> Kim, if you have your pixel on, I'm really proud of you. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, can, we, can we dig into Kim a little more? Yeah, was sure. She, was she, <laughs> this is great. So she's an actual grandma. Was she yeah. a um, internet marketer before all this? Or no, there, no, okay. no. She she was just a crafter. Oh, wow. um, okay. And her husband kind of was like, you need to kind of do something with all your craft supplies. Okay. So <laughs> it's one of those obvious with like the house is filling up with stuff. Yes. And, and next that. thing you know, now she's has a craft community and she's, she's a real, she's a real influencer and she's a real sweet. I mean, just amazing. Like I just love her. She's awesome. <laughs> but I, my point in telling her story is that if she can do it, like we all can, 
and and she's not spending a lot of time. It's not. It's not. She's made it simple. So the secret though to how to grow an audience when you're a grandma, or if you're a business who's got a million subscribers and you're just trying to like get off the ad wagon, right? The same strategy is the same with all of them. You mm -hmm. need your right audience. So. It, sometimes with affiliate marketers, um, I don't know if this is your people or not, but sometimes they'll be in all of the places. Like, oh, I do supplements and I mm -hmm. do men's fitness stuff and I do cat bags and I do, like, you're like. Yeah, they're like, what pays me the most? What's gonna yeah, the best? Yeah, so they're yeah. kind of like mm -hmm. going in all the places. That, the organic strategy doesn't work as well for that type of person because they're going mm. in all the places so they don't have one audience to focus on. Now, let's say you're one of those people who goes in all the places and you're like, okay, um, I still wanna add some organic. You could say, okay, well, wait a second. You do supplements and f men's fitness supplies or like barbells or something. Okay, well, why don't you focus on men's fitness stuff, um, supplements and bell barbells, and then you're going to have to work on your cat tote bags later. Um, <laughs> what, I'm, I'm just randomly picking right. products, okay? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to focus on one audience. So if you can build one audience, though, once you know the strategies on how to build one audience, you can go buy, build 50. Right, um, okay. you can like, replicate that Yes, same you can process. totally replicate it, but mm -hmm. I tell people to start on one. So you need the first audience, and then you need to know the message or the thing that that audience wants the world to know about them, not about your product, not what your product solves, not the problem about your product. Like a lot of people love to like push their problem. Like I solved this problem for you. Or use all these features. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one cares that your shirt's a polyester yeah. blend. I promise they don't care. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, yeah. I can, we can riff on that for a yeah. bit. But no. so, <laughs> so if you have the right audience, then you have the right message, yeah. then you just create content and you can actually cycle that content. So you can create the content once and use the same post every 90 days for like forever. Right, isn't it? Yeah, if you've got 700,000 people like Kim does, right? Not everyone's gonna see it when she posted no. 90 days ago, right? No. It's, yeah. So she's literally done the work once, but now for years, she can just kind of forget her Facebook page exists. Not quite, but right. pretty yeah. close. <laughs> <laughs> so, gosh, okay, so we're getting right into the how, which I love. Is there, so how, when she was starting out, like on a day one, like building this page up, what was she focusing on? You said like build, focus on the audience, mm -hmm. which I imagine for her is almost like a clone of herself. Is she kind of like looking at like a hobbyist and kind of that person she's chatting with? Do you kind of build an avatar? It doesn't have to be herself. Like mm -hmm. you can totally, I've, I've said cat tote bags because I am not a cat owner. And as a joke, my neighbor's cat was like peeing on my lawn furniture and I was like really ticked off about my neighbor's cat. And um, so I do what every marketer does when their neighbor's cat pees on their lawn furniture and created a Facebook page making fun of that cat. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, I have 200 and something thousand cat people and now I sell cat bags. <laughs> so just opportunity just found you. Yeah. So, but I'm not a cat person. So what I had to do was think, how does a cat person talk about this cat? Because I wanted to be respectful of my neighbor's cat. I do love my neighbor. So I, in turn love the cat, but I don't really love the cat. So how- I, I have cats and okay. I can relate to that exact situation <laughs> I where was... I love you, I also kind of hate you. I kind of hate you, yeah, I kind of. So yeah. I, I basically talked about how this cat was her baby and like how she, and I would, I basically ribbed on their relationship, um, her and her cat. And, but, but people just loved it. And yeah. then I, people started showing me their cats. And next thing you know, I had this huge audience of people who loved cats. And then once I have that audience, I'm speaking their language because I'm not a cat person. Um, I And I don't want to 
be mean to this cat or because I don't want to like burn the bridge with my neighbor. You know, like right, I love my right. neighbor. I want to keep her. She's a nice lady. Um, but so anyway, so we, yeah, you know what I mean? So you, you talk, the, collect the audience, then speak the message that that audience wants to hear. And that's things like, um, for, I found out that they like to be calling my cats my baby. Like my mm. cats, I'm my cat's mom. Like that's the message they wanted the world to say. I was like, I'm not my cat's mom. I'm not her cat's mom, but I will definitely say that <laughs> like for message baby, right? for that you. Can, yeah. And then now that I've got that, now we can sell cat supplements to help with bladder issues or whatever. I um, love that. Yeah. And so maybe I'm jumping the gun here and somehow, but how do you take an audience who's on Facebook page and are interacting with the page and start introducing that monetization part you're talking about now? Like, are you... Like, where does that fit in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we think about where our customer is. And so whenever we're selling a product, we like to think of the problem, right? Mm -hmm. So I like to think whenever we're creating our initial marketing of that aspirational dream of what they want to be or what they want the world to think of them. So I start there and I make sure that's regularly in my content. So I don't want to talk about their problem nonstop. Um, because they're gonna like run away, right? So I think like the I think this sorry, I just want, I think this will be hard for some of our jerk response listeners to understand, right? Because it's always like, do you want to lose thirty seven pounds? Do you hate the way you look, right? It's like, <laughs> it's just, it's like, that doesn't work right. in Facebook. Okay. That totally works when you're at the conversion style. Right. Stage. When you just want to go from yes. ad to sale, sale. right? And yeah. when you're at that conversion spot, yes, do that. But you don't want to start there. It's like if somebody walked up to you in the grocery store and says, would you like to lose 37 pounds? Even if the lady wants to lose 37 pounds, she's going to like totally be like, excuse me, what the blank? Get out of my face, right? But if you go up to her and be like, oh, are you looking at the difference between that green juice and this one green juice? Well, you know what? I did this green juice before and it helped me lose whatever, but I really hated the way it made me have a headache. Um, I hope you have a good time looking for what you're looking for. And then you just walk away. Well, then she might turn around and say, well, did you find something that did work? And then you say, oh, yes, actually, we've got one that helped you lose 37 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole different scenario because she now came to you with, the follow-up question. Gotcha. So, so that's what you want to create is this those opportunities for your audience to ask you a question. Which this is on the nose a bit. You're making an organic conversation almost meeting them where they at socially, right? Yeah, yeah but it's mm-hmm. all automated. <laughs> 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 they feel like it's a conversation. Right. They feel because they have this relationship with you, um, with your content, they feel like it's a conversation, but it's actually like automated. Actually, it's really funny because I was talking to my cousin. I'm here in Boise with you. Yeah. Um, but my cousin's here and I told her like, oh, there's this marketer and my friend, and I'm like, actually, no, let me stop there. They're not my friend. I just follow their podcast and their Facebook feed. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah. Stop a second. But I felt like they were my friend. You connect with them. I connected level, with right? them. Okay. And I was like, my friend says, but it's, uh, nope, nope, not, I'm lying to you. It's not my friend. <laughs> Distant acquaintance. <laughs> Distant acquaintance. I've never actually, you know, but, but that's the yeah. feeling I had in that exact minute, which is why my ver- word vomit came out as saying sh- this person was my friend, was because mm. I felt a closeness to them. Their content's all automated. I'm not. I have no interactions with this person. I could because I'm at the level I am. I probably could reach out to them and get a hold of them. But no, I just interact with their life coaching stuff on Facebook. That. Yeah. So, so it's this, the same thing. Yeah. So the automation you're talking about. Can we dig into that a little bit yeah, here? Totally. Like so with. I guess, let's catch it this way. What type of content's going out? Is it, okay. you know, oh. memes with philosopher yes. on them? Like, what's kind of happening on the content level? And then we, maybe we can talk automation. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so we got the the customer journey is where we're going to think about their aspiration of where they want to be. Then we think about where they are now and the pains that they have. Mm-hmm. And I want you to find a way to laugh at them, the pains that they have. La- oh, like, laugh at them. Laugh at them or laugh with them? Laugh with them at those <laughs> things. Yes, like, like yeah, um, okay. for example, one of my students um, has a program that helps people get rid of hoarding. Mm, gotcha. Hoarding something that nobody wants to admit I'm a hoarder. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, 
I got 53 mugs. How many do you have? <laughs> so you lean into it, right? You yeah. lean into it, but yeah. like, and you literally show, here's 52 mugs. Like, guys, each one of them is super special. Let me just tell you. <laughs> That's some, every hoarder's, I'm not going to relate to that and be like, 53 mugs, what? why is she saying they're special? But a hoarder will. And so mm. she attracts that audience as they engage in that content. And then walks them through. You make it, you break the ice, make it comfortable for them. Yes. To, okay, to make so it fun. So you attract that audience with that beginning stage. What problems do they have? But how can I make them kind of laugh at those problems and enjoy those problems? Because that's going to help them acknowledge them so they can move on. Does that I make like, sense? Yeah, it does. So, so you bring them from that negative spot to that positive spot. Eventually, you're going to get to them to that spot where, okay, it's time to take action. It's time for you to lose your 37 pounds. It's time for you to get rid of your hoard. You need to call junk, whatever, haul junk. Gotcha. Um, you're going to get them to that spot, but you're going to baby step them there by collecting that audience at the beginning. I see. It reminds me a lot of how Natalie Hodson went viral when she was starting, right? With like the incontinence and kind of yeah. like her story there. I bought that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I had, I had six kids, y'all. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's, every person who has six yeah. kids has makes, gone through it. <laughs> she makes it okay to talk about. Yeah. It's okay to laugh about. And it's like, yeah, okay. And then you can really relate to her on a human level and yeah, yeah totally. trust it a lot more. Yeah, okay. and same thing. She's helped solve the problem and she brings you through the spot so, where you can acknowledge it. So I, I hope I'm not pinging around too much. Oh, yeah. Is the... Like with Kim as an example, is it like Kim's crafting page or is it mm -hmm. more of just like a topical kind of crafting page? Like how are you, is it engaging with a person? You know, I cannot like remember her page name. And oh, that's okay. I, I can't is remember it, off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I work there, with like 55,000 Oh, you're good. Is there just a best practice in general where it's like, should it be like Thomas, right? This is my page. Or oh, should it be yeah, kind of a brand or not a brand, like a topical thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally get, you know, like I think of yourself. Do you want to? If you've got debt relief, let's say ClickBank has a program that helps mm -hmm. people with debt relief and helps them get their finances in order. Do you want to publicly follow a financial coach, a debt relief coach? What would your mother-in-law say if she saw that? <laughs> she probably would think, ooh, you're kind of, what's going on? You guys okay? Whereas you don't really want mom to know that you're following a debt relief coach. But you would want mom to know that you're financial wellness. Mm, I see. <clears throat> so okay. if it was Thomas, the financial debt, financial or debt relief coach, you're like, heck no. <clears throat> Thomas, financial wellness, eh, why is he going to a wealth manager? Why is he, you know? Right. But if he followed a topic of financial wellness, now he looks good. Gotcha. And if you make him look good, then he's going to be more willing to share the content, which then means you don't have to pay for ads because Thomas, you, or whoever, is, is now sharing the ads for you, is sharing your content. And that's what I ultimately want. I want my audience to become my ad revenue, my ad engine, because they literally take my post where I'm like, they take my ads and they share them with the world because they're like so excited to see my ad. They want to tell everybody about this ad. Like, <laughs> that's what I want to happen. And that's what I manufacture if I make I Thomas look good with that content. That makes total sense. So really you're taking that whole approach of don't lead with the problem, right? And kind of the solution right into the top of the page and the topic and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. lead with that aspiration of what mm -hmm. they want to have in their lives because when you lead with that aspiration, they're going to like, they're going to embody it and they're going to wear it as like a, an outfit. Kind of, okay, here's another example. Um, the uh, This is not the name of the page, but there, I'm sure there is a page named this, Happy Wives Club, mm, okay. okay? The person who's gonna follow that is not a happy wife. Oh, okay. It's a person who wants to be a happy wife. So it's actually for like divorce counseling. Gotcha. Um, because they're attracting the person who's right before they're going to have a divorce. 
So think for yourself, what is that thing that they're lacking in their lives that they want? How do you flip that into? Or yeah, how do you, I'm, I've yeah, been happily okay. married for 19 years. I'm probably not going to follow a happy wives club because it wouldn't even register okay. that I would need that. Like that, that would be like a thing. Like it wouldn't, it doesn't register on my, oh, I should follow. Like, oh, my husband loves me. Like, oh, like that's not, like, of course he does. Like, I, I, yeah, we went on a date like three weeks ago. And, you know, it's just not in my that conscience. Makes per- I'm, I'm relating that to what I follow on Facebook and Reddit and stuff like that, right? And it's like financial independence blogs. It's, you know, golfing things. I want to be a better golfer. It's all the things I want to be better at. Yes, it's all what you want to be better at. When you're already there, you just don't even remember that it's a thing. That's great. So it sounds like it could be a person, but really it probably depends on... If, it's, it, if it's a personal brand or not, maybe, but it's probably more of like that aspiration. A lot thing. of people want to have personal brands because they think people mm-hmm. will connect to a personal brand, but honestly, they don't, they'll connect to you first if you go the topic, and then mm. once you have, say, 20,000 people or even 100,000, then pivot into your brand and your name. Okay, so, so like build that even, page around a topic, and then when you pivot, are you yes. like kind of layering in a blog or a group? You, or, no, you, yeah. you can pivot into your personal brand. So a lot oh, of people want to be yeah. Tony Robbins, or they want to have their face and their name. Like they're gonna trust my mm-hmm. face. They're gonna like I get I get that desire that people have. I, I know that this is a thing, but the reality is you're gonna actually build that audience faster if you build it on the topic and then pivot it into your name. You can easily change page names and all of oh, that. It's so easy you're just to do. Literally changing. Just change the name later. I love it. Yeah, it's not, don't <laughs> overthink it, it. Like, yeah, it's it's not, you're not locked into anything. Like a lot of people are like, I can't start my group. I don't know my group name. Just pick anything. You can change it every 28 days. You're fine. Girl, oh, great. it's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. Off. Just do it. <laughs> Perfect. So we've got kind of, you've got a topical page you're creating. You're putting out content that meets them kind of where they're at on a fun level, almost an okay level. Yeah. So then how are you kind of automating that content to make that production level easier because I imagine a lot of people are like oh organic content's hard I'd rather just do Facebook ads and funnels that I know yeah. yeah so I like to create whenever I'm creating content I like to think about the algorithms and how the algorithms see, get signals from the people okay so uh, we give signals by giving likes comments shares saves yada 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 tagging people all that other stuff embedding it into websites okay there's all these different like levels of signals that flags we tell of fa- Facebook that flags this, Facebook. Is good. this is good right. this yep. is good this is getting a good sign so I want to craft content that gets all of those signals so I'm gonna post a photo a video a conversation starter so when I make my customer journey like here's where they here's where they aspire to be Here's the problems I'm gonna laugh at. Here's my actual call to action that I want them to take because I want them to, I'm collecting this audience because I wanna sell them my weight loss program. Um, I'm collecting this audience. Here's where they, here's a hurdle that would stop them that I'm gonna nail their objection. I'm gonna create a photo, video, conversation starter for each of those steps. Okay. And then if like right there, I've got 25 posts right there. Like if I do that for each of those steps that I just outlined, like here's so you're their aspirations. Their journey down. Three, okay. photo, video, conversation starter, what they aspire mm. to be. Here's a problem that they have that we're gonna laugh at. Photo, video, conversation starter. Here's a call to action sale. Photo, video, conversation starter. Here's an objection that would stop them from buying. Photo, video, conversation starter. Now, what? what is, sorry, real quick. What is a conversation starter? Oh, like a question. Okay. Um, so yeah. that would be like roll call. Who else has? Da 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 da. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. You know you're a hoarder when. Da 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 da. You fill know, in the blank type yeah, stuff, fill, fill answer blank. a question. Yep. When they do that though, they're gonna give you all of your feedback that's now your future content. Mm. And my favorite are reader advice ones. So a reader asked me, how should I get rid of my mugs? And they're going to respond. 
and say, the person who's going to respond and say how to get rid of my mugs is the person who's actually debated. The rest of us are like, we well, just throw them out. Like, what is the problem? Like, but they're going to be the ones that say there's a system. You first do this and then you do this. That They're collecting the person who struggles with that, right. with this question. But they're making them look good because they're giving the advice. Oh, I see. And now... <laughs> What's your content? Well, you got all your content. They just gave you their content. Now that's your future post on Facebook. So now instead of like we had 25 posts, I think we outlined a mm -hmm. few seconds ago. Now we have that all of those comments are now new posts. And so once you have, I like to have 100 posts in a bank. Once I have 100 posts, then you cycle. And I don't go in order. Now, remember I said like you got your customer journey of here's where they start and here's mm -hmm. where they end. Whenever you're doing something on Facebook, I like to mix it up. Okay. I don't want to go in order because that's like a course or a membership. And I want to make it messy because I want them to buy my course and buy my membership. It's that organic, I want to, right? Yeah, yeah, I want it to yeah. feel like it's it's organic. So I, I, I take all of those coasts and we just kind of mix them in a big pot and pop them down and put them... Then, are you, are you, do you kind of yeah. like cull ones that don't get much mm -hmm. engagement and stuff? Yeah. You kind of layer in a new so, one? And, yeah. yeah. So once we have a bank of 100 posts, mm -hmm. you go through and you cycle through those. Whichever ones are the 10 worst, you pull those out. Whichever ones are the 10 best, you make new posts just like that and plug. Th so like if it was, um, I love baking. Well, great. Okay. I love butter in my cookies. Okay. So now it's like you're saying so I love baking. So testing creatives, right? And you way. just put that in, mm -hmm. the next, in the next slot. So you replace um, your 10 worst with your 10. 10 duplicate of your best. And now you only had to make 10 new posts. And after a little while, your posts are all doing really well. Oh, okay, gotcha. And you've got your, your set content. Your set content and you can cycle through that. And now what I like to do though too, is once I have my set content, I'll switch it up because if it's pixel by pixel, the same thing every single time, Facebook's like, whoa, for two years you've been posting the same thing for like literally for forever. And so instead, we just change the background or or we add a period. So a lot of people say you put a lot of dot, dot, dots on all my stuff. Yeah, the first time I post it, gets one dot. Second time it gets two dots. <laughs> Third time it gets three. And then we're like, okay, we should probably We've rewrite this. this. That's hilarious. It's like legit what I do. <laughs> you think I don't. No, it's a dot. No, I love that. Yeah, it's a tracking mechanism. Okay, this has been three times. Probably not it's at a fourth probably one. time. Oops, this is only up three. That's great. I do that with my emails too because guys, the same the same same thing with Facebook and Google and Pinterest. It, it works on email. Like mm -hmm. all of these tactics work. You want to like you check your hundred headlines. You da da da. Whichever ones are the best, you do them again. Whichever ones are worse, you don't use. And then whenever they don't open, you resend it to them. But you don't want to resend the same thing because the algorithm. So you put a dot in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I use that strategy everywhere. I love that. <laughs> but the, once you understand that those same patterns that you do in direct marketing. With mm -hmm. like your e those emails or split testing ads or whatever yeah, it is, right? The yeah. same strategies you do there, it works on organic. It's not different. It's just you just haven't been doing it. That's mm -hmm. all. <laughs> and once you do it, you build this audience that now feeds you without ads for like as long as you put content in front of them. So yeah. and then so, gosh, this is great. Um, let's pivot a little bit into like, and I know you've, we've kind of covered this in bulk, but if you're, let's say you're, you know, platinum kind of level mm -hmm. ClickBank client, you got your offer running or you're an affiliate kind of running with good traffic coming in, right? Um, how would you layer in a page, like kind of starting a page from scratch and layering that into your monetization slash growth strategy? Maybe that's a too big of a question. We can chunk that up. But So do they already have an email list? Uh, let's assume yes. Okay. Yeah. So if they already have an email list, then I would drive your email list with nurture content to your page. 
Mm-hmm. So, because your pay, your email list does not want to be sold to constantly, and you need to do something with your email list between those, and still in a way that you can track and that you can retarget and you can create a lookalike audience for your ads. So, if you're so used to paid traffic, how can you baby step from paid into uh, crafting an audience that now you can nurture into a purchase and that you can still use? So, I would use an. You get your leads. Now you got your leads who click onto Facebook and watch a full length of the video. Now you can make a lookalike audience of that and drive more traffic to your ads. And as you're doing this though, you're creating content that you're putting onto your Facebook feed that you're now including in your email list every once a week or every two weeks. If you're emailing every day, I'm assuming like one out of every five emails, you could have a nurture email that then also builds your audience at the same time. Um, and before you know it, now you're, you've told, told Facebook, my page has more engagement. So now Facebook lowers your ad costs. And if you're having issues with your ad account, well, Facebook looks at it and says, well, they have great engagement. So we're going to like, let this slide. Like they let things slide. If your click through rate is high, you know, it's the same, same pos- philosophy as of your whole entire account page. I love that. Okay. And then so let's let's flip that and say you're brand new, like mm-hmm. you don't like you you've heard of internet marketing, affiliate marketing, or whatever it might be. You're like this sounds kind of fun. I just want to try it. Like how do you get started from zero? Like you don't have an email list. You don't really know how to run paid. You're just like, can can you get a page up and running with oh, that? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, we Chantel did this. Chantel did this, and she grew an audience. I think she's at seventy five thousand right now. Last time I checked, and she does affiliate products. And she does her own physical products. And I think she's starting e-products now too. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I'm super, super excited for her. She started from zero and she started first by her friend list. We have people start with their profile because they know at least three or four people on their friends that are the right people or who know someone who is. So start there, collect. So you're kind of inviting them to like the page? Yeah. Okay. Collect. Yep. So you want to collect, like, if possible, 100 people to invite to a page. Then go into other people's groups where people are that would be in your page audience. Mm-hmm. Post something from your page. Share it into the group. And now you can collect oh, an audience page, right? uh-huh, mm-hmm. of the people who engage on that content. Now, whenever they like that content, if you're even, you can join a group as your page. If you are in that group as your page, now if they like that content, you can invite them to like the page at the same time. So then you've got them into your, your audience on your page. You can, on your page, tag people who are influencers in that group that you were in. So you can tag them, which then tells Facebook, okay, this is on her page. They had people from this group engage on it. Now we're going to show this content to people that are in this group because she's brand new and we're going to give her a little oomph to keep her going because we know know that Mm -hmm. if she has a thousand people on her page following her, she'll be primed and ready for ads. So Facebook is is incentivized to help you when you're under a thousand people to kind of get there. Interesting. <laughs> so like you're good. You can actually grow a page to a thousand in under two weeks because Facebook is so motivated to help you. And then after you get to between a thousand and 10,000, you'll have a little pop-up that says, would you like to talk to an ads manager who will walk you through how to set up your first ad? <laughs> Facebook's got this down. They got their funnel y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and so, well, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Like once you hit that, you know, you get first hits free a little bit, mm-hmm. almost like, yeah. right? Kind of, um, do you have to then start paying to play with your page growth a little no, bit? Okay. No, We have people who've never paid to play because they oh, have wow. ethical reasons not to. Um, they don't like Zuckerberg for whatever reason. Yeah. So, <laughs> what? Who, who <laughs> no. or they have political issues. Totally I don't know. Is, yeah. We have we have a significant, or they aren't allowed to because they have a topic that Facebook is sure. a category that Facebook won't allow to mm-hmm. run ads. Um, or like we we have like some realtors just for some reason recently have had str- struggles getting ads oh, out okay. because um, like the housing market in their area is whatever. 
and so they're not able to um, mm. to market to ads. So for whatever reasons, like it could be like you're in a niche that's difficult. It could be that you you're outpriced of your market. So no, there's lots of reasons why you don't you would not use ads. But there's tactics like niche neighborhooding, where an SEO tactic where you use keywords and you keyword stuff your content. Okay. Um, there's where, ways where you can use other platforms to grow. Um, you can do what I call coattails, where you use influencers and influencers like you can actually hire bloggers to promote you, or you could even just tag the blogger repeatedly enough. Um, over a series of time and then Facebook's like oh your audience is so similar to theirs because you keep putting yourself in there so now they're you get exposed to their audience <laughs> a little more oh I see okay yeah so um, I guess if you can should you pay to play like boost content things like yeah. that oh okay. yeah well I like to use whenever I start when I have less than 10,000 followers and even 25,000 mm -hmm. followers I like to start using the boost because I want to grow that audience so I know a lot of people say don't do boost you're throwing the money away but if that audience that you're growing is your future buyer like you're not throwing your money away just a, you're spending five bucks it's an investment yeah. it's yeah you're <laughs> investing and you can do it for as little as like two dollars a day gotcha. so it's not like don't go cr i mean you can go crazy if you want to but i don't think there's much of a return at more than fifty dollars a day because you want organic to be your focus so once you get into the higher levels of ad spend you lose that organic push as much kind of with that, that content. Right? It's yeah. like this much was paid, this much was social exposure. Yeah, you want to make yeah. sure your barometer is more organic. So, gotcha. um, but yes, you can do this to seed the audience and say, okay, Facebook, I, I'm brand new. I, you just gave me this little pop-up that told me I needed like, to make my ad. I said, yeah. yes, <laughs> I did an engagement ad because I know I'm collecting this audience of people. I'm going to collect an audience of, like Kim, I'm going to collect an audience of crafters because I'm going to sell them my craft program and mm. then my subscription box I don't know what she sells I cannot remember sorry I should have looked her up better um her product of what she sells I'm gonna put that in front of them in a little bit but I don't have it made yet or I don't have my I haven't been accepted by Clickbank yet I'm still waiting so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to collect that audience create them into a custom audience so then I can target them later I love sure. that well this gosh this is great I'd love to pivot a little bit into I guess outside of Facebook, and, and then I'd like you to direct this a little bit. Like either we can take this the way of, you know, how do you get? Let's say you're, let's say you don't have a business or you're growing this Facebook organic traffic on your page and your mm -hmm. groups. How do you get people to now get on your email list, or how do you get people to now get into your funnels and from your pages? Um, or flip side, we can go the other route of. You know, how do we just get them to go straight to buying and kind of content and kind of things like that? Yeah, there's a lot of different types of content mm -hmm. that you can use. Um, we've we've drawn people into purchases from memes. We've drawn people into purchases from videos, from behind the scenes tutorials. You could do uh, like reader, even those reader advice questions. You can say, okay, the reader had a question. I would have suggested my product of this, 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 but what would your suggestion be? And then like, that's so you great. You make it helpful, not <laughs> you just make a pitch. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it feels like, oh wait, I'm, I'm telling you how to fix this, but like you just sold me your product. Um, so anyways, my, there's a lot of different ways you can drive people into that that sale. The With leads, one of the things I love to do is use Facebook groups. Mm. So right now my Facebook group is connected to my page. And a lot of people say, well, groups are where it is. But my group has grown by over 5,000 people in the last like month and a half. Is this a group someone could find that'd be? Yeah, grow your audience. Grow your the, audience is a Facebook, group? Yeah. Okay. Um, but you can go, you can find the group by searching. But if you engage on my page, Facebook will automatically send you an invite because there's a lovely little feature that says, would you like to join the Facebook group? And then when you're in my Facebook group, I have a question that says, would you like to give me your email address? 
whenever they give me their email address, it's added into my CRM system and now I can follow up with them so I have leads. So it's completely seamless. And then let's say they miss it or they miss the question for whatever reason or they're added with and they skip the question. It happens, it mm -hmm. happens. Um, I also have it as my pinned post. So now every time that somebody joins my group, the first thing that they see is that announcement post. The announcement post is all about why this lead magnet is the best lead magnet for you. And next thing you know, my list is growing really quickly and it's completely automated and no ad spend whatsoever to make that happen. So you must have a funnel on Facebook in a way with page mm -hmm. being top of funnel content, right? Then it's dripping down into your group and then that's going to your email list. Yes. Okay. And then from the group, you can actually drive people back to the page because you put content people from your page. Yes. Yeah, so okay. it goes both, they go both directions. So that's my favorite lead magnet personally. Um, with my, some of my other businesses that I don't have a Facebook group because frankly, groups take a lot of time and I, I think they're a lot of work compared mm -hmm. to a page. Like pages are just really easy. <laughs> um, so those ones, I have a lead magnets that I embed into my content. So, oh my word, this freebie is really great. Um, if you want it, like I, I don't say freebie cause that's, that's a spam word. So I say, oh my word, I just found like the 14 things that cats are allergic to. Like every single cat's allergic to these 15, 14 things and you would never believe what they are. Um, um, the first one is this, but I can't list all 14. So if you guys want it, I got it in like a doc. Do you want it? I'll send it to you. And then they comment and then it responds to them and sends them. Here's the link where you can Is that automated? It. Um, yes, it oh, was. Cool. Okay. I used yeah. to use ManyChat for the mm -hmm. automations, but now we have it automated in other ways. So. Oh, cool. Okay. So let's, to a layperson like me, this sounds like it could be a lot, right? Make it sound really easy, but it sounds like <laughs> it could be managing. Do you need like a content manager to produce some of this? Like, like sounds like groups are you know, its own thing, but like how much time and investment is this to kind of build a page up? Oh, I love this question. Um, I love this question because what the real thing is, is what are you actually spending your time on? Does that make sense? Like, don't don't yeah, at yeah, me. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what I mean by that is like, I think back to my life, how much t have I wasted two weeks of my life before? Yeah on the wrong project. Or I remember working for an employer and they said, hey, I want you to build this thing. And then I build it and they're like, oh, we changed our mind. You missed the memo. Like you're like, well, I just spent all this time. Like that happens, right? Okay, so first off, if you're like not going to do something because you're gonna waste time, well, you've already done that. So like that that ship's long sailed. So what, what I would love to see is for people to say, okay, what, this is an experiment. I'm gonna take a, like a risk on this and I'm gonna, so, how much time can I take a risk on it to see if this is a good investment of my time? I built an audience for makeup and guess what? It wasn't a good fit for me because I don't wear makeup. So like <laughs> yeah, it, well, it went work. on like a lead balloon. It just didn't work. Um, but I spent a weekend on it and you know, I, I was out a weekend. So you can literally create your entire set of content in a weekend. Okay. Um, how, how do you know when something's not working? Do you have like a barometer where it's like, this is just not getting the traction? Like when would someone know like, should I just keep pushing forward and I might get oh, through? Okay. This, usually I don't tell my stories of like pain when I'm in the <laughs> middle of them, but I'm actually in the middle of it right now. Okay. So I'm going to like, the scab is still oozing. Okay. Um, we went into a new niche like last week or the week before. And I went into the niche and I put, I think I put like maybe $50 in ads and engagement as, and, and ads to see if there would be traction on it. And the comments were, who is this lady? What is she saying? what the f-e-c-k i'm like excuse me like what so obviously my messaging was like really off like really off and so they really didn't like me very much and so that's okay i'm not going into that niche like you guys let me know this isn't a good fit i didn't have to go look at stats like i just had got the feeling i just right? got this feeling and and that feeling was 
pretty pretty accurate. And then the feeling got worse when I kept seeing the comments coming. I'm like, okay, can we just delete that now? Why why isn't it? Oh, you guys all took screenshots of it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so it was it was a niche. Um, yeah. So I, I was trying to help with a a, a disability. So kind of a yeah. gut, it's not a, it's more of an art in some cases than a science, right? You know, yeah. Yeah. Totally, and he, yeah. here's the thing: you're gonna screw up. Yeah. And it's gonna be okay. How many times have we screwed up or done something and it's not like been instantly successful? Like it happens, right? Most of the time. Yeah. So, so here's the thing: start four or five. Like if you spend one at one morning a month creating a new audience and building out that content, and one morning a month you set it all up and you turn on your schedule, like you do one a month, like you'll find it eventually. Like yeah. it's gonna land. I promise you, it's gonna land. It's worked with, yeah. But it, like I said, I still have ones that flop. So that's the audience great. will let you know when your messaging's off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll let you know. That's good feedback. Okay. Gosh, there's a lot more I want to cover with this, but we're I do want to respect your time here. I would love to ask though. So like, so okay, I imagine a lot of our clients listening to this probably they've got content teams, they've got people who could probably do this for them in a way and stuff. But mm-hmm. I imagine you have a course for this. And this is your chance to plug this because I think oh. you're adding a ton of value. Like, where can someone go find your stuff if they just want to like? have someone walk them through how to do this. Yeah, we have a Facebook group and it's called Grow Your Audience. That's probably the best place where people okay. could ask like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. We have a social system that helps people with like 27 bucks is the program and it'll help you make 100 pieces of content in a morning like I was telling you guys about. We've got a whole course on all of Facebook so you can know how to game it all and how to use Facebook to drive traffic to get number one on Google and all of yeah, those things. Like That's what I really want to do too is like how do you start letting you across things but that's yeah. probably eight podcasts no, worth of content. But. Getting to number one on Google is like so much fun um but anyways so but that's like a higher level tactic so that's why we have it in our higher course but so but if you're like i have this problem this is the solution i'm looking for go into the facebook group and people so grow your grow your audience grow your audience is my facebook group it's free perfect is that good for like someone who's been entrepreneur for 10 years good for newbies is it good for all of them them? so yeah that's where that's where if people like i have a i'm looking for a specific type of thing that's where i would send people to go because you know, maybe they're not looking for 100 days of content and they're instead looking for that Google hack, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So, so grow your audience, Facebook pages or anywhere else you're kind of like uh, out there on the web that people can find you. Yeah, at. rachelmiller.com is my URL and it has a bunch of my programs. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for making time. And we kind of hijacked you coming to visit ClickFunnels and stuff. It was like, <laughs> I really want to talk to Rachel about this. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Oh, of course. Thank you so much. And then is there anything else that you'd like to say before we wrap this up? And yeah, for people that are out there wondering uh, about organic or even just. I would love to tell the person who doesn't believe it's possible. Yeah. Who doesn't believe person. in themselves yeah. that like you don't have to be an extrovert. You don't have to have your face out there. You don't have to spend an arm and a leg because a lot of you like cash flow is a thing when you're growing a business. It's a real thing. And yeah. like you don't need to be spending all that money on ads. You could be spending it on your kids orthodontics work or whatever. You know, like <laughs> I want to make. I want you to know it's totally possible and don't give yourself excuses that it's not. Don't say it's dead because it's only dead if you want it to be. Don't say I can't do it. You can. (laughs) Get rid of all those can'ts. You got this. I love that. We're going to end it with that with a mic drop. And Rachel, thank you so much for coming and happy scaling, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.